Hello everyone, and welcome to Beyond the INC, a keen podcast that teeters on the edge between tragedy and victory. You can decide for yourselves which of us best represent each of those qualities. Now today's episode is going to be a brave concept in podcasting, especially for my friend Chris here. Yes. After last week's show where we played Tom Sing without his monitors, we thought we'd do the podcasting equivalent, a podcast without notes. Basically, how it usually works is that I come over to the squat and I sit down and I write up some lines in case we get stuck. Um, we put it together, we record it, and then where we've messed up, we cut it all together later. Yep, so as an act of solidarity, we're going to do what Tom did and fly so long. Tonight, we're unscripted and pretty much without notes. Now, this is possibly going to be an unlistenable disaster, but let's see. So, we can't tell you what's on today's show in advance. I have a kind of a feeling we're probably going to talk a little bit about blogs, uh, about the website. Um, that's sort of what I've got in mind. I don't know about you. Oh, the Annie Lennox song. Um, yeah, but apart from that, who knows? Well, well exactly. Um, so that all might possibly sort of maybe be coming up probably on today's uncertain edition of Beyond the INC. From Jesse Quinn's blog. Is there anything shitter than Twitter? Oh, I don't think there is. Or is it amazing? Nah, it's definitely crap. Beyond the INC. So first, let's crack on with some news. Crack on with some news. Um, the tour's been going on, um, which is very nice um, if you live in the UK, of course. Um, obviously, we've had quite a bit of extreme weather, as they, they euphemistically call it over here. Um, but while others have been cancelling, Keen have ploughed on regardless. Yep, yeah, and not only that, they've even found time out to go to Paris as well, I saw from their blogs and things, to do a special TV show. Well, I mean, slightly less special than the last one they were on in, in France. Uh, Taratata. Taratata. It's, um, yeah, um, Taratata is uh, TFN's um, premier music show. Um, and so they, they went over there to uh, do a little bit of performing. Now, I believe you've had a look up and seen what they're playing. Yeah, we went, uh, we did some undercover research and got our French school books out and <laughs> basically um, we, we've translated a post uh, that someone put up in French um, and uh, a guy called Raphael Sadiq, who Chris tells me is a producer, mm-hmm. um, duetted with Tom on Everyday People by Sly and the Family Stone. Exciting. And even, even better than that, and I swear we're not making this up. Well, w- our source leads us to believe we may be being had here, so we apologise if that's the case. Um, well, you may have seen a picture which Richard took of uh, Pete, Pete Doherty and I, Tom. I think he prefers to be called Peter. Peter Doherty and Tom. Um, they apparently duetted together on a version of Culture Club's classic Karma Chameleon. Yeah, a, a gay anthem, if there was one. Um, I, I'd, I'd absolutely love to hear that. I, I've been scouring YouTube, but there's no sign of it yet, so... Yeah, I, I, I really honestly cannot wait. Um, speaking of slightly unlikely um, recordings, um, we were really surprised a few months back when um, we heard that Annie Lennox was going to be recording uh, an old demo, or B-side, uh, depending on how you look at it, um, called Closer Now, um, for her new, as you know, one of those new tracks on her greatest hits, now, which is one of the few songs that Tom has written for, mm-hmm. for Keane, um, although she's calling it Pattern of My Life. Well, I'm wondering what that might sound like, actually, so... Why don't we listen to it, Chris? What a seamless radio link. I believe you might turn from your love 
Okay, so there we go. What I think is most interesting about this is that Annie hasn't really changed the song itself at all. I mean, as far as I can tell, the lyrics, the chords, the tempo, everything is pretty much the same. Which It's is very it, uh, close to a straight cover. Yeah, which is interesting because normally when people do covers and keep it the same, they have to because the listener is going to be expecting... It's, it's an unknown song, you see, which gives her the license to simply do it, you know, tell mm. it as it is. She could have changed anything she wanted in that song and no one, you know... 99% of people wouldn't have noticed. So I think it's really interesting that, you know, Tom's songwriting being that strong is uh, is still, you know, preserved completely. Um, and one of the great artists of the last 30 years uh, in Britain in many ways. Um, and, you know, she's quite happy to take a song from Tom and, you know, sing it almost as is. Yeah. A real vote of confidence in his songwriting. Definitely. And uh, it makes you wonder why we haven't seen more, or have we? See, I, I wonder whether that might be a single at some stage. Um, you know, very we often possibly. have these these new tracks from Greatest Hits records. I, th- I think that might do very well for her. Hmm. And also, um, I believe Early Winter was actually played at Newcastle. And yeah. uh, that was obviously written by Tim. So I'm now wondering if Keane might dig it out again for, you know, perhaps at, at the O2. It would be a great way for Annie to sell a few See, records. Actually, that, that, would be, that would be really interesting, wouldn't it? Just to have um, Annie Lennox come and guest... As a, a complete surprise to come along and, and perform that song with the rest of the band. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's no reason why they couldn't do that. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's something we mentioned last week, isn't it? That, you know, the O2 is a perfect opportunity to, to bring on guest stars. And, and what better opportunity is there? I, exactly. Um, so I think we'll, we'll wrap the news up there. Um, we've not really talked about the tour very much, but that's simply because we've not actually patronised it yet. Um, yeah, we've got a bit of uh, Londonitis where if we go outside the metaphorical womb of the M25, we start to get a headache. So uh, I would prefer to put it down to the fact that we <laughs> if we go outside the M25 on a, uh, during a working week, we get fired. That too. <laughs> I miss being a student. But yeah, um, we will be going along to the O2 um, next week and we'll talk about the tour then, I guess. Of course we will. Beyond the So yeah, what we'd like to talk about today is really the um, the openness that the band have shown since the beginning of the the Perfect Symmetry campaign, ever since they started recording um, in Paris. The constant effort to make sure that everybody feels included in the process now um, is really heartening, and I think the the only way that you're able to make f- people feel included is to feel that you can open yourselves up and show yourselves off properly if if you, that's not worthy of a, a schoolboy giggle <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah, the sort of things we were thinking about really uh you know blogs tim's been writing rich's photographs Tom, yeah. even tom's videos things like that i mean every every member of the band now is contributing something towards getting people to look at the website more regularly whenever there's something that, that tim really feels that he, he wants to talk about um the, uh, the night after the um star academy um TV performance, when when Tim wrote a blog, especially to rebut some of the claims about uh, about the show, mm-hmm. and I don't know, almost apologise for for uh, I don't know, offending some people by by doing the performance. It's it's those sorts of um, those sorts of pieces of writing that we're talking about, and I think Richard's commitment to his photo blog has been really good as well. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's something that. This started, I mean, you say it's from the start of the campaign. I think it was even, you know, very from the very start of the recording process. So 
And it's very encouraging to see that they've continued it outside the studio and, and on the road. So hopefully that's something they're going to keep they, up. It's, it's good that they, they clearly have something to say. And it's the create, creativity that goes beyond music. Um, which with the photography is, is one thing. But, and the, the um, political writing as well. Which is something I, I'd really like him to expand on more fully than um, perhaps just you know giving a, a website address and saying that he supports something or other. I've re- you know I'd like him to you know flesh things out a bit more. Um, but you know to- Tom's videos, mm. his mini documentaries. Give that man a camera and just watch him go. I think it it also extends beyond that. Um, coming out after the shows is something that you know I I don't know I always I hate talking about this in some ways. You know the the cliche routine after shows of people hanging around and hoping that they you know have a mm-hmm. bit of a chat and uh um get stuff signed that sort of thing mm-hmm. um it, it's great to do and sit you know stand around and chat with people but it's something that they've managed to maintain a commitment to even at massive shows now yeah it's amazing really that they're playing ten thousand, fifteen thousand seat at stadiums and are still coming out to chat to people afterwards and also uh, you know as well as showing the commitment to the fans it shows the commitment of the band really it's still fun you know it's it's a sign that they're enjoying themselves I think definitely um, and I guess this is poignant really because in 2004 and 2005 it definitely felt like the band were perhaps a little more separated um, you know they wanted their music to you know speak for itself and be very pure um, and there was sort of you know anything other than that the band's personal lives didn't come into it but inevitably when they've become, you know, bigger showbiz celebrities, perhaps they are feeling that they've got to justify more things. So I, I'm not sure if that's one part of it. But um, it, it's such a change, isn't it, from from if we'd been doing this podcast three years ago, we would have been saying the exact opposite, that the band are, you know, total recluses and why don't they come out? So it's interesting yeah. that they've, you know, pleased, appeased their fans by doing this so much. I think it's it's lovely, actually. When I look back at 2004, and I have photos of... of really fledgling performances and I see people who had their photos taken with Tom and you look in these photos and Tom looks miserable he yep he 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 looks like he would rather be anywhere else than speaking to people and being photographed and being around the whole of the the gig experience and I think getting him to a position where he now seems to be absolutely thriving on it is that's almost been the greatest challenge of the band, and I think the fact that they are now so open seems mm. to indicate that they've achieved that. Hmm. I, I mean, I suppose one of the obvious reasons why they weren't so keen about writing about their every move in 2005, 2006 was Tom's personal issues. Yeah. But I guess that'll be a test, won't it? If they have any, you know, any more problems where the, you know, if the band don't want to carry on, if they get tour fatigue in America, you know, if they do you know a, f- a 50 day run or something and then halfway through get sick of it are they going to be blogging openly about this do you think yeah i mean we've seen at the moment times have been good they've done a mm. a uk tour which has been successful ridiculously successful in terms of well, artistically and in terms of uh, ticket sales i read a review on on the times website um saying uh, you know from one of those very hard and cynical reviewers who who said He'd been completely convinced and completely changed his mind after yeah. seeing this gig. Um, I, I saw that. Um, a four-star a four review um, from a broadsheet is something that, that you know, that, that's... For almost, a pop band, yeah. It's, it's almost dreamland for, for Keane, considering what they've been through before. Um, you know, t- times are very, very good at the moment. Um, 
But it is going to be when they're doing dates in Japan, which is an impenetrable place to be at the best of times. Mm. Um, you know, little things out in, in you know, Australia and New Zealand or, you know, a, a really unforgiving run across America. Mm. That, will, I think, will be the test of whether, you know, you're still going to be seeing blogging and photos and videos and, and you know, the bandful of joy. Mm. I mean, that's the thing that's come across, isn't it? The sincerity behind it. It's not, they don't, it doesn't feel like they're doing it because they've been told to by management or the label or because it's good PR. It feels like, you know, Richard certainly seems to enjoy, you know, taking silly little photographs or, you know, doing, all of them have their own thing, which they seem (laughs) to enjoy doing. What comes across is that they like dicking around. Who doesn't? Exactly. It's, it's our raison d'etre. Um, and I think the organic nature of it is really what what we've been getting at, and it's uh, it's great. Yeah, we've certainly seen that in Jesse Quinn's blog as well. Yeah, I think we should also mention this because obviously this is this is a complete side issue from the band because it's not even not even part of their official website. But you know, you see him. Um, you know, we've we've had a few snippets um, read by a guest, um, and it, it's it's really just you know Jesse talking about fashion and shoes and all the really important things that drive him. Um, and you know, occasionally he gets irate, and it's the fact that it, it does seem so utterly uncontrolled and mm. uncontrived. I think is brilliant. Yeah, it's not being stage managed or censored or anything. So yeah, interesting times. Actually, we did have somebody who asked us for the address of Jesse's blog. Uh, I think we should, you know, we should give it out and you know, give it to the world. It's um, uh, www.j-quiz.blogspot.com. Should we put a link on beyondtheinc.com? I think that'd be a very good idea, Chris. Um, so yeah, just just to sum up, we've been blown away by it all. Yeah. Um, we hope Jesse keeps blogging, and we hope the band keep blogging, and we hope that the, you know, the joy. We hope that this this spirit of of openness and happiness and contentment um, carries on for as long as possible. I guess. I concur. From Jesse Quinn's blog. Oh, I'm very sorry for swearing so much. It's very naughty. I must try and curb that. That reminds me, though, I still have two seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm to watch. Beyond the okay, then, Chris. What next? Well, I've been thinking, and you know how a few weeks ago we said we can't see the point in singles? Um, anymore because you know they're not I, selling an album. I do recall this conversation. We had a whole episode about it, didn't we? Yes. So thinking about it, what would justify you know better than this being a great single for me is you know throwing the Kanye remix of "If You Haven't Told Me Anything," um, and then throwing some extra versions of existing songs because I can understand Tim might not want to give away some future gold from album number four. Yeah, if, if he doesn't want original material as B sides, let's see gold as B sides instead. Absolutely. And what is better? Than foreign language versions, it's, a, it's something of a, a lost art, I think. Um, I, I've had, I was looking around uh, YouTube the other mm. day. Blondie did uh, Sunday Girl in French. Yeah, they, a lot of Tim's heroes did. Um, yeah, Bowie famously, um, you know, recorded in Berlin, and so did a version of Heroes in German. Yeah, I mean, the only recent example I can really think of is Avril Lavigne did um, Girlfriend in about fifteen different languages. Although I'm not entirely sure it was her singing in all of them. Well, or even, even on the English language version, it's a bit dodgy. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, so we thought we'd you know test it out, see what King would sound like in another language. 
When you say we, are you, uh, you know, are we going to discuss this at any stage? What, what have you got in mind? Well, my piano's over there, and I play a bit of piano. Right. Oh, have you got anyone foreign in the house? No, but I know someone with a ridiculous hairdo. Are you talking about me, Chris? I might be. Should we do this, Andrew? Um, this is getting a bit erotic for my taste. Um, let, let's simmer it down a bit. Let's simmer it down. Um, so, you want me to do better than this? Let's try it. What language should we do? No, you're serious. Foreign language. Let's go for it. You, you pick, you pick, you pick. It's not going to make any difference either way. Um, let's load at Google Translate. Um, Actually, I'll... German. If I, if I pull the... German? Okay. Let's do it. Okay, let's do German. Um, okay. okay, if I... I'm going to pull the lyrics off acclaimed Keen website, Keen Shape, which is very well run by um, some twat. Um, let me... <laughs> two seconds. Okay. German? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Let's just do a bit. Let's just do a bit. Ich hab bei meiner Prüfung betracht, oh, wo wollt ihr seid gehen? Hält mein Foto bis zu dem Fenster. Doch das Papier und gebrochen Sonne. Oh, oh, oh. Ich sehe all die Dinge und wund's mir, dass sie getan. Sie können so viel besser als diese. 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 Hang on. We can do it, we can do it, we can do it, we can do it. Den Griff bekommen sie, den Griff bekommen sie, könnte schön ein aber du bist zu spät. Und sie würden nicht dein geladenen in. Oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> Hang on. Cause die... <laughs> Cause die <laughs> keep going, keep going. Cause die Fotos zeigen de falsche Men. Cause gibt es kein Zeitstöne betreibte Hen. Du siehst mich selbst in de Freeze Frame. Musst jemand anders mit ihrem Namen. Und alle würden die gleichen und jeder wird glut und überall finden sie ihre Namen in jedem Schaufenster. Es ist besser als diese. Sie können so viel besser als diese. Sie können so Besser als diese. Sie können so viel besser als diese. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's enough of that, I think. <sighs> Jesus well, I, I'm not, not necessarily suggesting that 
that would be the B-side, just exactly like that. Well, for a start, I, I didn't warm up. We've just had takeaway. I mean, I'm not expected to perform under these sorts of conditions. But I tell you what, it scans beautifully. I mean, you look at some of these lines, that's brilliant. Okay, so I think we should start a campaign, don't you? Then Griff become and Z. Yes, um, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I don't see any reason why not. Um, I, I, I would actually love to hear them do that properly. That was just, you know, two tits in a bedroom. But I'm sure, you know, for... See, not that old before. <laughs> but, I mean, for, you know, four talented musicians in a studio, that's got to be awesome. Um, so, you know, how about it? We did it. It's, um, you know, it's... it's. We've laid down the gauntlet, now it's your turn, King. Come on. And yeah. fans, King fans, every opportunity post comments on their website. Every, and every opportunity and you get, just post, post something in the comments or... or badge them at gigs or take signs or rest on your chest and flash it do whatever you like um, but I reckon that's a good idea cool sounded awesome even if we don't say so ourselves Beyond the but I mean when we started out doing this we, we, we thought this was going to be five or ten minutes and that would be it and in the end we've run to what a good old good old twenty odd minutes of of well, uh, hopefully it was podcast gold. I've got a feeling that it's actually been dignity-free toss. Yeah, I-, I think we rambled our way through it. I think the bit where I sang in German was the bit where we really should have just given up. <laughs> yeah, time to go home. Anyway, um, please keep sending us um, your stories of the tour. Um, we are doing this episode in a couple of weeks' time, once the, the UK tour is out of the way. Um, yeah, keep emailing us, tour at beyondtheinc.com. Tell us, you know, the story of your gig experience, uh, about how you're going to do it or how you did it, if you've already done it. And don't forget, T-shirts are still available from beyondtheinc.com at reduced slashed prices. Yeah, slashed makes it sound better, although we haven't slashed the shirts. <laughs> um, keep your emails coming in to um, um, mailbox. <laughs> we don't even have notes. What the hell's our email address? Um, mailbox at beyondtheinc.com. Um we're never going to do this again ever um, but we'll be back next week with a live podcast kind of from the O2 which we'll record live and then put together at home so it'll be sort of live but then awesome uh, so from Beyond the INC for this week bye <laughs>